You're tuning into Podmas on Vlogboss Radio, episode 127. What's up, socials? Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Vlogboss Radio. It is Wednesday, December 6, 2017, coming at you with more Podmas from Vlogboss Studios here in Columbus, Ohio. This little thing we're doing is 25 days of YouTube vlogging tips. If you don't know, I'm the vlog boss, Amy Schmidauer, and I love talking about YouTube and video, and so that's probably why you're here, and hopefully you are enjoying it. I have to say, I am over the moon today in particular, because if you're not aware, I'm also doing Vlogmas on the YouTube channel. If you want to go over there and check check it out real quick, it's amy.video in your browser. It'll take you right there to my YouTube channel. And today is a very special episode. I'm starting to roll out Q and Amy, which is an old Q&A segment that I used to do. And I'm planning on doing it much more often with some really special guests. And today is the first one that I filmed with my dear friend Jess Dante, who is in London. Her YouTube channel is called Love and London, and we talk all about what makes a great YouTube channel, specifically in the travel world or one that is focused on a specific geographic location. We even talk about things like what time we post our YouTube videos and why and how that has to do with the audience and how it also has to do with audience behavior in the first place. So lots of good stuff. I highly recommend you go check out the Vlogmas today. If you're listening to this podcast right when it comes out, you'll definitely want to make sure you subscribe and turn on notifications because that video may not be published yet. And if you watch it in the first hour and you live in the U.S. or Canada, you could potentially win my $25 gift card to Amazon for the day. So make sure you go and check that out. But we need to get into the good stuff here for this Podmas. And before we do, we are going to go into our Vlogboss gift guide, which is my recommendation of the day for the vlog boss in your life. After that, we'll be talking about why YouTube changes are not worth worrying about. But first, let's get into that gift guide. Every day for Podmas, I am sharing the recommendation I think you should pick up for the vlog boss in your life. It could be you. It could be someone else. It's completely up to you. But I do like to share some things, gear, software, books, anything you can think of that I can recommend that's going to help somebody that is going after the life that they want and leveraging video to do it. Today is a little bit of a curveball. It could be helpful for video. It definitely can be helpful for video. I actually use this thing for the most part for this podcast, but it is really, really, really great for both. And let's talk about it. It is the Audio-Technica ATR2100. It is a USB cardioid dynamic microphone. I love this thing. It is how I'm able to talk to you right now. And anytime I'm doing any sort of desktop computer screen recording tutorial, you need a good microphone. You can't just switch to the built-in thing or just try to wing it when you switch over to the computer thinking, it's okay, I have an excuse, I'm recording my screen. The interaction with your audience still needs to be consistent with the quality of your video as you're setting up things like a screen capture.
capture. For instance, I will never do a video on YouTube that's just screen capture software. I will sit in front of the camera and open it up, introduce the video, why going over to the computer and walking through this tutorial is important, and then go over and do that thing and record that segment. You need a good microphone so that that consistency of quality is maintained. So today your recommendation for the vlog boss in your life is the Audio-Technica ATR2100. Also, this thing lasts forever. I have had this same microphone for years. I will link to it in the show notes. Remember, that is an Amazon affiliate link, so you will be supporting the show. Thank you very much for that. More details about the Vlog Boss gear that I recommend can be found at vloglikeaboss.com slash gear guide. And that was your daily Vlog Boss gift guide recommendation. Something that's been fairly top of mind and frequently talked about lately about YouTube is just a lot of changes. They're coming in all shapes and sizes. It could be a new feature, a change or removal of a feature. It could be the way they change that they're paying people. It could be that they're not paying people. It could be that there's something happening with things being demonetized. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this today is honestly, I sit here and I hear all of these things. And I do think that they're very important to talk about and that nobody should get comfortable here. But at the same time, we really cannot be worrying so much about changes to YouTube. And I want to talk about a few reasons why you should maybe reframe your thinking about this and stop your worrying so much. Whether it's a worry because you're already a creator, maybe you're worrying because you haven't even started yet and you're trying to figure out, is this even worth it? Everyone seems to have problems with YouTube. Isn't Facebook killing YouTube? Yada, yada, yada. You can come up with any reason you want to not get started. But these are the reasons why I don't think you should worry about the changes happening to YouTube. They certainly certainly should not hold you back in any capacity as a creator. And if you just decide YouTube isn't for you and it's somewhere else that you need to go to take your content, that's one thing. But the changes to YouTube should not be a major component for staying away from it. And so let's talk about that. First and foremost, for the reason that change happens. If you do not adapt to change, you die. That's a business. That's a person. That's social media. I mean, it's funny. I was just talking to somebody about this recently for a project. And this concept of nostalgia on social media in the sense of actually being nostalgic about a social media platform, not posting social media um, nostalgia, but actually being nostalgic about platforms. You know, sure, I miss Daily Booth. Sometimes I miss MySpace. Sometimes I miss Vine. And um, that's okay, but I don't actually really miss it that much. There's in some way things have changed to make me need to communicate in a different capacity, use a different tool. And there's a reason why things fail. It's not always just because of financials. It has a lot to do with attention shifting. You know, it's definitely going to be really interesting to see what happens with Snapchat because everyone in the reporting world is saying, you know, it's failing and its numbers are down, but its users are avid and are frequent and are checking all the time. And they may or may not be rocked by the concept of going to Instagram to post a story instead. So it's really interesting how this happens. But change does happen constantly. And in this world of social, you can't get comfortable. Nothing is ever the same the day before as it is today. This is why if you ever see me speak or if you hear me do like an online talk or do a teaching in a webinar, 
I usually never do live demos. Actually, usually is is not the word. I never do live demos. I have made the mistake of doing a live demo in a live speaking format. It was my first year of speaking and I was just going to show people how to use Facebook in a certain way. And it wasn't even close to the same when I opened that laptop, plugged it into the projector and started displaying what I was going to show them. And I was mortified. And unfortunately, the result would have been better for me to have recorded how to do it previously. And it still wouldn't have been right. Like that's crazy. But it's true. And these things just constantly change. So you have to keep in mind that If YouTube is changing, you should probably just pay attention and realize you need to adapt and understand the change. What's going on with it? Why is it happening? The next reason is because the better thing to do is to start to understand it and pay attention rather than complain. If you complain, you are just like every other average user on the internet that thought that they were given a Twitter account to basically just complain about life. And if one of those complaints is about YouTube, that's fine. But have a good argument about it. Have a really compelling, you know, this is something I would like to see. I can understand why they changed it, but it's going to mess with this a little bit. So how can I adjust to support what's happening there? Let's um, dig into this example of the fact that monetization was taken away from anybody that didn't have 10,000 views on their channel. That's just happened in about the last couple of months. And this changed things for a few people because those people that have maybe a business presence on YouTube but don't have 10,000 views yet, they might have been using YouTube cards to link to their website, which you have the ability to do if you're a part of the partner program getting paid and you have an associated website. You can link away from YouTube with the cards to your website. Now, once you're not a partner anymore, you can't link to your website. So those people that hadn't hit 10,000 views had it taken away. You know what? Shoot. That sucks. YouTube changed that on you. Guess what? It's time to get to 10,000 views. Guess what? When you do, you can go back to all of your former content and pretend like it never even happened and install any card you want to your associated website to your heart's content. In the meantime, you're going to have to use regular cards within YouTube.com, not linking off the platform, and the description where you can link to anywhere you want. Stop complaining and start understanding the process and simply make an adjustment. And this is a great example of one that ideally you're not going to give up and you're going to get to 10,000 views and you'll be able to adjust and it'll be fine. And this is where I go to my next point because you do not own your YouTube channel period. You do not control when these things happen. It doesn't matter how many masses are using the platform. The masses still can't decide what is best because you don't see everything. You don't see what the real trends of people watching videos are. Sure, you can look at your own analytics. You can look at the studies that people do, but Google and YouTube see many more things than we do about what the activity of a viewer is and what that behavior means for making the platform better. And making the platform better is going to help both creators and advertisers, and everyone's going to make more money. Everyone's going to get more attention because of these changes. You can't get complacent. You do not own your YouTube channel. You can own your website. You can own that real estate. You can own your YouTube, um, excuse me, you can own your email list, that list of people, but you do not own your YouTube channel. If YouTube doesn't like what I'm doing tomorrow, they can shut me down and I am done. As a matter of fact, somebody left me a comment the other day 
because on the channel, I talk a lot about going after the life you want. And I, I don't think it was a troll comment, but it was one of those things where I'm not listening to you, but I'm going to tell you what I think sort of things. At least that's how I received it. And it was something around this whole issue of net neutrality and how it is absolutely uh, potentially being jeopardized by our government. And that's really, really super duper unfortunate. However, the comment essentially went something along the lines of, you know, what are you going to do going after the life you want when net neutrality shuts you down and it's much more expensive to be a vlogger or to create online content? And to that I say, I'm not putting all my eggs in the vlogging basket. Is it the main way I communicate? Absolutely. Am I worthless in person? No. I'm a speaker. I am an author. I'm creating videos. I walk out into the real world and talk to people about what I do. All of these things contribute to my brand and what is building a relationship with people. If one of these things falls off the face of the earth, then I have to trust the process that all the work I've done thus far has helped me get somewhere. And now what do I do with what I do have? That's the bottom line. You have to keep it in mind because you do not own any of these things. For the most part, it's very hard to say you own something. Even saying you own your website, it depends. Who, who's who's your hosting? A lot of people are hosted with Amazon. We've seen huge websites get taken down because somebody got hacked. The reality is we don't own any of this stuff. Everything we're building is for the long game. So I'm not putting all my eggs in the vlogging basket. If net neutrality makes it more expensive for me to do what I love... Am I going to decide it's worth the money? I'm going to have to make that decision of ROI. Am I going to decide that I have to go somewhere else? Fine. But that's why I'm not really that worried about YouTube changes because everything is changing. YouTube is changing and YouTube may be cutting me a little paycheck here and there and may be offering me a huge platform opportunity, but they are not my employer. They are not my boss. I am my boss and I decide if I get paid or not. I decide if I have a voice or not and that's it. The next thing I want to go to is that because I trust the process YouTube and its changes are actually very interesting to me. Change happens. I'm not going to complain. I don't own the channel. I'm just going to adjust. I'm going to make note. I'm going to pay attention. And I'm going to know that YouTube makes changes for a reason. I want you to let that soak in. They, so does Facebook, Instagram, you name it. They make changes for a reason. It has a lot to do with what I said. They know a lot. They know a lot about user behavior. And in the action of making these changes, they are keeping creators in mind. Why? I believe YouTube is, cre is keeping creators in mind more than any other platform on the planet because they know they would not be who they are today if they didn't have dedicated creators who uploaded exclusive content to their platform and built the most loyal tribes of people in that space. They have to keep the creators in mind. They're nothing without their creators. They are the second largest search engine in the world, but that is not enough. 
Search is not everything. The intention of going somewhere to watch video is everything. And that comes from having creators. And that means those changes that YouTube makes means they are making it better for creators. Sure, they are absolutely making it better for advertisers too. I think we've seen a situation with the demonetization situation. I keep saying situation, but the best way to put it is demonetization is happening. And unfortunately, they have to scale how they discover this. And scaling means a machine might turn off my monetization on my taco video the other day when I definitely had an advertiser-friendly video in my taco video. But you know what? I trust the process. It's going to get better. They have to do that because they have to make the creators more fulfilled by actually being able to make money from advertisers who trust them. And the advertisers have to be able to trust this platform. If you didn't know, this is a fun tidbit, look up the guy that invented the pop-up. This guy just came out of nowhere, I think, in the last couple of years. Nobody knew who the guy was for a long time because he was, I think when people did know who he was, he was getting death threats or something because people hated pop-ups so much. If you don't understand the pop-up, you've never been on a website before. Pop-ups happen when you're on a website and it intercepts your interaction with that website and wants you to do something else. The reason those exist is because of advertising and creation. Creators get to talk about whatever they want. Advertisers don't always want to be directly tied to that thing. So they invented the pop-up so that a pop-up could still live on a website but not really be on the same page as a website they didn't necessarily agree with in their messaging, but they still got to advertise on it. These things have to work in sync together. Maybe not perfectly, but they do because the reason that all this online influence, all of this voice and, and word of mouth and scalability of message works is because attention is there and these platforms are being funded by people other than the creators, the advertisers. So all of these things work for a reason. They absolutely do and they are keeping creators in mind because the creators are the reason any of this money or attention is even happening. So with that, I want you to keep that in mind. Change happens. Stop complaining. Adapt so that you can survive. If you resist, you will die. Not literally die. I hope you don't literally die, but you know what I'm saying. You're going to die. You're not going to have that YouTube presence you want. You won't be able to push through because you don't own it and you get frustrated and somebody else owns it and you have to play by their rules. It is what it is. Find a way to make the rules your own. Because YouTube makes changes for a reason, and they have you in mind. So trust the process, pay attention, and please do not get comfortable. Getting comfortable means you're not thinking about who's watching. You're thinking about yourself. You're thinking about your end game. You're not thinking about what the best result is for your viewer. That, my friend was your YouTube tip of the day.
This has been your Podmas episode on Vlog Boss Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate it as always. Make sure you check out that episode with Just Dante on the Vlogmas today at amy.video in your browser. That'll take you straight to the YouTube channel. If you want to discover your excellence in vlogging and building your personal brand, pick up a copy of my book, Vlog Like a Boss, found on Amazon or your favorite online store. Visit vloglikeaboss.com for details. Remember, subscribe for good vibes and continue to go after the life you want. Cheers.